it's been about four months since I uploaded. I'm here with some two special guests. Yo, this is Chavo from Cinco Eye. It's Omar from Cinco Soccer. All right, yeah, I'm with the Cinco crew, and it's uh, it's been pretty cool, man. Pretty pretty excited about this one. Pretty excited to do this because it's been a hot fucking minute, and y'all have been uh, I've a lot of people have been asking me to upload some podcasts, and um, I'm excited to do this one. But first and foremost, so tell me tell me about yourselves. Yeah, sir. So been working at Cinco since 2016. Ever since I was in high school. And then bro, just growing as Cinco's growing right now. So just living in the moment. Uh, I'm originally from Chicago. I moved here like four years ago. Found Cinco through Chavo. And then just been playing and working ever since. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, first and foremost, so how did like the whole Cinco thing started? Like how did this, I'm gonna say company or what, what would y'all call it? Like how, how did this start? So, Cinco Soccer is an urban five-a-side facility here in Tampa. Started back in, I want to say, Regression 20, 2009. And um, Keith Rado is just, out of all the chaos, just found a lot and um, was able to invest in it, create a five-a-side field. Then went to two, to three, to four. And then not only did he create a five-a-side soccer, but he created a culture for Tampa, Florida that Right after you're done playing five aside, you hang out with the boys and just um, create that soccer ab- atmosphere that is in many places around the world, but not seen here in, in the U.S. I'd like to add to that that um, I wasn't here from the start. Like I've only been here since 2018, but even since then, like those four years, like has been a lot of change. It's like almost like white and black kind of change. I'm not gonna lie. All right, cool, cool, cool. So basically, it's just you. It's basically like a child. You basically seen the child grow up. Yes, sir, pretty like much. That. All right, okay, cool, cool, sure. cool. That's cool, bro. But, um, all right, another, it's, it's talking like this, man. So, what made y'all want to start Cinco High? Yes, sir, so it was a year ago, around this time, actually. Uh, we got players balling for Tampa Catholic. Uh, shout out Marcelo, shout out Aiden, shout, shout out Esty, because... Not only were they carrying TC behind their back, bro, but out here, bro, they're balling. The best young players out here be playing Cinco, bro. So we started it as support for them because when you're in high school, bro, and you're playing at that stage for your school, you can't imagine that feeling, you know? So we did it for more support and then for the other schools, too. For, I think last year, Plant was also fighting for state and um, Jesuit. And if you look around, we got plant jerseys around, we got Jesuit jerseys around, King. we got King jerseys around, we got a couple all jerseys all around. So the players that play at Cinco were one point in high school. We got the best ballers of their time here going to this facility. So we did it for more support for schools and for everyone because you know when your team's out at that big stage, it's always good to support. Yeah, exactly. Cause I remember um, during uh, the Christmas break, y'all told um, told us to slide over here, like for free and shit. I was like, oh, cool. That's pretty cool. Like they're not charging us or anything to come out here and train. And, like it was an amazing experience because now overall, like we were able to play with each other, but we we're also to be able to stay fit and like just keep on focusing instead of just being lazy and sitting on our couches or doing some shit like not just doing nothing. So honestly, like I really fuck with that shit because I mean, I mean, I started coming to Cinco around. When I was like, I'm gonna say about 13 years old. So I was 13 when I first came here, and it was um, it was for like a little tournament for club, and I had like an amazing experience. But I haven't been back since. 
I came back when y'all did that whole thing. I was like, damn, like, I haven't been in like, what, five years? And I've seen amazing changes, and it's it's pretty cool, bro. Like, I see a lot of change. I see a lot. I see this place growing a lot, and I'm very excited for y'all. And, yeah. I can't take any credit for starting Cinco High, because I didn't. It was, this was, it was all this man right here, 100% credit, Chavo. Uh, I'm just there for more support, and if he needs help with social media, or like running tournaments or getting a little organized, that's all I do. I can't take credit for any of that. All I can say is that like I wish something like this was around when I was in high school because it definitely gives you more of an incentive to play better and to come out to places like this and improve yourself. Yeah, bro. I mean, the re I mean, one reason why it never really popped out here is because like it was kind of far. I mean, I live in Dover, so it's about. I mean, 30 minutes is not far, but since when I was younger, I didn't have a car, so like. Of course. I have to ask my parents, like, nah, it's too far. So, like, of course, like, parents, like, even 30 minutes is not that far, but to them, it's like, that's a waste of their time to bring us here and shit. So, I'm pretty excited because I know y'all are um, doing one in Lakeland now. They're about to start one in Lakeland. Like, so, how is that going to work? Like, who are y'all going to go over there or you're going to find new workers or what's all that about? So, going on with Lakeland, it's kind of funny actually because when Lakeland was first announced, it was my senior year of high school. And now, it's about to be done. And now I'm entering my senior year of college, so it's definitely been a process to open that spot up. But it's good to say it's coming very soon, and when it opens up, we're definitely going to open the doors for to, for, to build the Cinco crew, to build the Cinco team even bigger than what we can. And we'll be there, we'll be here, we'll be there. But overall, we're pretty excited and see how it goes from there. Yeah, um, I don't know how often I'm going to be out there or working, but... Uh, maybe play out there, maybe go out there once in a while just because it's so far, like you mentioned. Because this one's right here in Tampa, like right next to the casino where I stay. But going out there, it'd be like 25, 30 minutes. I actually haven't, I haven't even been there yet. Like, to the Lakeland? To the one that since they like started work, I haven't been there yet. So I don't know what it's looked like, except for like the, the pictures that posted, like the mural. That's all I've seen. It's definitely building up. If anything, they're st they started to put the turf this week. So, I mean, for these past years, it's just been nothing but lot. But now I think it's this year where they started doing, like, construction, painting, all that. Like, it's getting going. So hopefully by the end of this year, we can all go enjoy it. I mean, it's also, like, it's got to be a pain in the ass to start something like that up. Like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a lot of legal things that's been getting in the way of that. Not just, like, it's probably not just, like, a straight line. For sure, bro. It's been a journey starting Cinco I. Can't imagine how it is oh, starting a whole fucking facility. Episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, I'm pretty excited for it to open because I feel like Cinco High this year, I mean, it's mostly been focused more on Hillsborough County because, I mean, that's, that's like, it's on our area. But I feel like once you open up Lakeland, it's going to bring in, like, Polk County and, like, some different counties. So it's, it's going to be, it's better for y'all because for Cinco High, it's going to expand it more. And then now it's going to be, like, say uh, Mulberry High School or Ridge High School, like those high schools are pretty good, bro. Like, especially Ridge, I have a homeboy that plays there and I think they're in state semifinals too. And I mean, they ball out, bro. Those, those are, I'm telling you, bro, Ridge High School, bro, has some ballers, bro. I mean, it's, it's, I'm pretty excited for that because like, I feel like once Lakeland opens that, it's gonna bring it now because all the people in Polk County, that's too far from here. I mean, an hour, about two hours, it's pretty far for just to come here to play soccer. But I feel like once y'all open it, and, and Lakeland's gonna be much more better for them. And like I said, y'all can expand it more. Of course. And regarding to like different counties, that's it's amazing how far 
the exposure of Cinco High has come for like Polk County, um, of course Hillsborough County, but even Pinellas and Pasco County up north, like we got teams like Mitchell High School, River Ridge, like bro, they're an hour away from here, but yet the support and love they have for Cinco High is just as much as any high school from Hillsborough. And no, of course, once the second facility opens up in Lakeland, I mean, that's the first step to something cool, man. And we're also gonna work with other five-a-side facilities like Fast Five, um, Clearwater, and then also Trinity Sportsplex. They're a brand new facility. Been a couple of years open, but haven't got the name out, but starting this year, everyone's gonna be known and we're gonna work together to just build this culture, what we brought for Cinco High. Facts, bro. I mean, like I said, um, once, once every, I feel like once everything goes on for y'all, it's gonna be such a big accomplishment for like every single one of y'all, especially uh, y'all's manager. Which, I, what's his name again? I forgot his name. So, my boss is the boss. His name's Keith Rados. Shout out Keith Rados, man. Let me tell you a cool story about Keith Rados. He's also main factor why we started Cinco High. Keith Rados is the first one back in 1981 to win Hillsboro Soccer Districts with Plant High School. The first time they ever had a soccer season in Tampa was in 1981. And my boss, Keith Rados, he will forever hold that honorable record, honorable record mentioned history, you know? So just knowing that, that your boss was that impactful to that to the soccer community at that time to now he is the one, he is the one that gave us this facility to play five aside soccer it's a great feeling so Cinco I definitely falls back from Keith Rado's history tell him what really happened in 1981 <laughs> yeah bro, so I was getting that <laughs> so after plant won the district champion because it was the first time because they were making history at that point one of the players from the Plant High School team brought some champagne to celebrate. So after they won, they started popping champagne with the coach and it made the news, Tampa Tribune, I think. And everywhere got known that after their big win, they just started celebrating. It's so good, it got them in trouble and they couldn't even play, I believe at that time it was straight to states, not even regions. But they couldn't participate in either regionals or states because a pop and champagne winning districts. You heard? Yes, sir. No. Like, if you ever been to Cinco and, like, you know, like, the vibe and the culture and you hear that story about Keith, you automatically think, like, damn, that's such a thing Keith would do. And that's such a thing that would happen in his life. So, like, would that, what, has he ever talked about that, like, does that, like, does that have a big impact on him in life or he's just, like, he's just, like, was it just for, like, whatever for him? Or did he really care about it? So, as a probably as a team, he was annoyed at that point. But I guess, if anything, it gave him more popularity. Because at that time, Keith Rados was also a good player. He actually scored the winning goal that final. So, he's the first player. Every player gets named player of the year, player of the season. In 1981, Keith Rados was the first one to ever be named player of the year for high school soccer. So... I guess he was living that moment to too busy to focus on what happened with playing high school. Yeah. Well, did he ever um, did he ever like go to college or did he ever just further his academics or did he just like just cut it off from there? 
I actually don't even know the answer to that. Like, I've never talked to him about that. So, regarding, he definitely did go to college. He went to college in Washington. I believe he went to go study finances and business, obviously. So then he played college soccer over there, but then stopped playing after the junior his junior year. And then he's just been here ever since. He was living in the Tampa community. I believe his son did play also high school soccer for Jesuit won states with Jesuit and then went to University of West Florida. So his family background has always been soccer here in the Tampa community and I guess just in general. I mean, that's how it is for my family. Like my whole family, uh, I have a cousin named Angie and she went to college. I have, I have almost all my cousins have gone either NIAA or D1. I have two cousins who played D1 football. So nice. like our, our, we, our genes are pretty good. Like we, Everyone strikes, but one reason why, as a kid, I've always dreamed to play college soccer, but recently, just I just kind of like, I don't want to say I fell out of love with soccer, but I just seen, I've heard and seen too many like politics. Like, I feel like college soccer has a lot of politics, of which is like, oh, since this player's from out of the country and he came here, we're gonna start him over you. Even though you can be better than him, they're gonna start him over you because he has more money or they're bringing in more money because of that player. If, if y'all know if that makes sense, if y'all know what I mean. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And you're absolutely right. Here in America, like, if you can be so good, but if you don't got the money, there's no way you're playing for that club. And that's what here at Cinco Soccer in general, that's why when we were telling kids, hey, come train for free, bro. Come have fun because that's what soccer should be about. Like, it's so easy to grab a ball, get a couple of your boys, and go play in the street and have the best game. So... And that's what makes you better. That's better as in soccer, better as a person, because you're enjoying life. They yeah. say everything in life, the best things in life are free. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Like, like nowadays you see like all these like American youngsters like making it big in Europe, but like if you notice, like they all like leave the U.S. and then make it big somewhere else. Like over here, it's like you got guys like Ebro talking about it, about how it's so expensive over here to just to like put your kids in to play clubs and stuff. So like. They've got to make a change, like if they want to keep progressing. For sure, you know yeah, I was just about to get into that, like, like how Zlatan was just. I remember um, he posted something on social media saying like, uh, soccer in Europe is so much cheaper than here in the United States, which is, which he's not lying. I mean, even to pay for a, a local club where I'm at in Varico for uh, Tampa Dynamo, I mean, what it's like 2200 just to just to play, and I'm like, in my mind, like I'm not I'm not gonna say like we have the money for it, but like my parents are. Or, or they have money, they're, they're wealthy, but still 2200 just to play soccer is, is, is it's a joke. Horrible. It's a joke, yeah, it's, it's honestly a joke. And then it even gets more expensive from there if you want to play NCL, uh, what's it called, NCLA or something like that? NCL, yeah. DA, and the MLS, MLS Next. MLS yeah. Next. Hey, but that's new though. The MLS Next yeah. was, I think that started COVID, but yeah, man. No, I agree. It's it's expensive here in America, and hopefully, I mean, the World Cup's coming pretty soon here in America. Hopefully, they'll start changing that, even though I doubt it. Nah, bro. MLS MLS Next only started because the DA program was eliminated, right? Correct. Because like they went broke. Correct. Because of COVID, DA had to shut down their program because they were spending so much money, so they couldn't support it because. COVID happened, made them shut down, so they fell off. But then MLS Next, and actually, I think MLS Next 
is in a way, in a way cheaper because they're selecting the best players from all around. Like when MLS Next was here, play. Um, I think the Tampa Bay Rowdies USL Academy was all MLS Next players, and you had players like Hayden Morgan, Asher Jones. Like they were just playing regular clubs and TU, TBU, Chargers. So I think MLX is a spe special program where you can be good and you can be on the team, but definitely you're playing like DA and all that. Yeah. Spending so much money. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah, that's good, bro. Nah, but like, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought too. I was listening to you the whole time. But um, fast and foremost, but like, I just see it as, but, so my, my, um, my brother plays for Westwater Flames, and they're going to Europe this summer, actually, which is pretty cool, but, like, when my parents told me how much it was just for them to go to Europe or take, because I'm going with them, of course, man, it's, like, 20 grand just to just go over there, and I was, like, which is, like, which is, I guess, a good experience for him, but at the same time, it's, like, damn, like, 20 grand just to go to fucking Europe, but I know European soccer is a lot more cheaper. Or, or in like Mexico, like I went when I went to go to Mexico one time uh, to go visit my family. There's um, they have five v five there too, and I used to go play. And it's it's just a vibe, bro. It's just like it's just like the music. The I mean, of course, everyone's drinking there. The food. It's just everything's just perfect and right. And it just I feel like that's how that's how Cinco is. Cinco is just a good vibe. Like every time I see y'all posting, bro, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's having fun. Y'all are interviewing people, which I found really dope. And then um. Of course, I just had the high school tournament. Like, how did that turn out? Yo, high school tournament was success. What would you rate sure. it out of ten? I rated a seven, because definitely there's so there's a couple of mistakes that we can learn from and improve. But just the the outcome of it and the teams that came, like the competition was competitive. And that's what my was my main concern. Like, I don't care if only. Four, five, six, seven teams came. If it's, but if it's competitive, where anyone can win it, that's what mattered. And it was like I out of seventeen teams that we had, I give it for like eight to ten were competitive. So, but overall, a success. What do you think, Omar? Omar was in charge of Cinco TV that day, and bro, he killed it. He did such good engagement with the players. So many people online on Instagram were like, "Dang, I wish I was there." Uh, when's the next one? So definitely the hype that Omar brought to social media was very impactful too. Overall, it was a success. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. It was a really good tournament because we've done we've done other high school tournaments before, but they haven't been as good. But this was the first single high high school tournament, and like I would say, like yeah, it could have been better, but like it was definitely off, off to a great start. And um, Chavo gave me the idea to do social media, and obviously I was going to do it just to help him out, because uh, I, I do social media sometimes during the week, and so does Chavo, like here, like for leagues and stuff. And so uh, I'm kind of already used to that, but I haven't done it with like a, with a bunch of high schoolers yet. Like, like I feel like it'd be, it'd be different, like a lot more energetic, a lot more engaged into the questions and stuff. So yeah, it was definitely a good tournament, a lot better than I thought it was going to go. A lot more teams that I thought were going to show up. Um, it was kind of funny because when we started, right when we started, it, it started raining. I was like, "Damn!" Like, of course, right? But then it stopped, and then and then it ended up being a really good tournament, a lot of good competition and stuff. The final was the best part about it. The final was freaking great. We had one of the best finals that Cinco ever had, in my opinion. 
because that final it went it was Bloomingdale versus Plant, and both teams went undefeated that tournament. Bloomingdale started winning 2-0, and then 2-0 at half, and then the second half Plant tied 2-2. We had a five-minute golden goal, no goal, so we did it to our here at Cinco. So if you're playing a playoff final, those type of games, when after all times up and you have to decide it from the spot, we don't do that. We do run-up PKs. So I don't know if you ever heard of run-up PKs. They started it actually here in America because America is just different. <laughs> so run-up PKs, you have five seconds, 1v1 versus a keeper, try to score. No, nah, bro, I've seen that. Um, I remember I'd, I've actually only been able to do one run-up PK, which was back when I was like probably eight years old. And it was um, when I used to play uh, rec, rec soccer. And it was a playoff game, and I did that shit. I fucking missed. Like, I, I feel like it was, it's more complicated than just taking a regular penalty kick. For sure. I, I think it's more pressure. I mean, in the finals, more pressure because it's just you and the goalie. Like. My record at Cinco for run-up PKs is currently one and two. I've scored one, and I've missed two. Well, so mine, they're, I, think they're, I think they're more difficult. Yeah, it's a lot more pressure, for sure. I mean, mine's all in one, so. <laughs> mine's all in one. Bro, the, the funny thing, before I forget, the funny thing about that, that final I did interviews uh, right before it. I went over to, to Bloomingdale and I pulled aside Gio. I was like, oh, you know, how's your season? How's the tournament going? Like, and then I asked him, I was like, what's your prediction for the final? And he said 5-0. I'm like, damn, that's pretty bold. And then I did the same interview for Plant. I, I went up to him, I was like, who's your best player so far? Like, who's the MVP? They pulled, up, pulled aside Adon. Shout out Adon. He's got a state semi today. We're going to go watch that later. And um, I top was like, score for Plant too, right now. Right, and he was the top scorer that day. I asked him, I was like, "Yo, what's your score prediction?" He was like, "I'm oh, four two. I was like, "Okay, that's that's fair." So then the game started going, and then like after like ten minutes, it was two zero to Bloomington. I was like, "Damn, it, it looks like Joe's prediction is gonna be a little bit more accurate." And then second half comes along, it's two two. Like they pulled it back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like they're both they're both of their predictions are kind of on track right now. So I, I just thought it was weird, but then. It went to PKs and then, uh, yeah, it was just super hype. It was a good turnout, like in terms of fans and stuff. And uh, we also had like really good tacos out here. Uh, Midas Tacos, you should definitely check them out. And also had a good uh, coffee stand uh, called Wiseman Coffee. You should check them out too. They're here during the week. So, yeah. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, speaking about that, bro, was it, was it just an all boys tournament or was it like mixed? So at first it was started to be an all-boys tournament and we tried to do a girls tournament, but it was pretty complicated get, getting some girls teams out here. I think they're just scared of sink, I don't, I don't know. But um, then we tried to do a co-ed tournament, but then we started getting more guys teams wanted to participate where a couple days before I realized like, yo, like with all these teams, there's no way we can do two tournaments at once because the other high school tournaments that we hosted before Shingo High, like, it just took two, max three hours, you know? So we were prepping for that, but this tournament took about five and a half to six hours to complete. So we postponed it, but hey, shout out to Skylar Alonzo and Tatum Moore. Skylar Alonzo is the best freshman of the season. She has like over 40 goals and she's a freshman. Damn. And then Tatum Moore, she's like a sophomore of the season. She has like over 30 goals best player for Wesley Chapel and we had the best one of the best two girls out here balling against the guys like it's nothing so 
I wish I had the, I wish I knew the girl's name that plays for uh, Strawberry Crest. Um, I wish I, I wish I knew her name, but um, every time I used to go watch them, she scores goals. I was like, yo, like how many goals does he have? So like, oh well, this season she has about 40. I'm like, oh, so how many how many goals does he have in total? They're like, about I think they told me about 75 goals, and she's barely entering her I think her junior year. So this girl's a, a fucking baller, and I wish I wish I knew her name, but. Um, yeah, she's gonna become a junior, and I mean that girl can ball, bro. Like, I don't know. I mean, how do you have 75 goals in only two years? And then I looked at a uh, Strawberry Crest girls, um, their their goals, how many goals they scored per season. And last season, I think they scored about, I think they said 69, and this season they scored about 64, which which is actually super good. And uh, another thing is that um, what I found really funny about when y'all did the interviews on here at the high school tournament was that the the kid with the with the hearts on his head, bro. All right, all those shades, bro. I started like bawling out laughing. That shit was funny. But um, I think it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think it was. Day. Yeah, the, the, next, the next day was yeah. Valentine's Day. But of course, like it went like so well with the theme. Like that kid, like gotta have some balls to do that to your head. Honestly, and then, she said. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what's it called? Uh, and then uh, yeah, I just found it funny how y'all. Um, Hey, y'all said who's the worst high school here, and then y'all just had to do Middleton no, was, like that. Bro. That was actually Emily's idea. Oh, for I real? was like, you gotta ask him something funny. Like, if you notice what I've been doing, like I asked him something goofy, and she was like, I'm gonna ask him. First, she was like, I'm gonna ask him to do the gritty. I was like, okay, you can do that. I don't know if you'll do it, but you can ask him. And she was like, okay, I got an idea. And I didn't know she was gonna ask that until I started recording. She was like, she said, who's the worst high school out here? And I, I don't even know who he said. I think he said Middleton. Yeah, I think he said Middleton. And uh, Middleton was there. What I think they had a good turnout. I mean, I don't. I, they definitely made it to round of 16. No, Layton told me they lost every game. Middleton? Yeah. <laughs> they told me that he lost. They lost every game. I was like, bro, that's so. I feel so bad for them, bro. Hey, well, shout out Middleton for sliding through, anyways. Yeah, bro. Just popped up. Bro, I mean, did we? Did I? Did we verse Middleton this year? Yeah, we did. I think we tied them, bro. Because yeah, I know that sounds so bad, but at the same time, is that. Think about it. I was out, I'm out for go, I was out for goalkeeper for half of the season because of course, me being dumb, I decided to go fight a kid in Chamberlain. So that, Chamberlain was out here too. Oh, I fucking hate Chamberlain. Fuck Chamberlain, bro. <laughs> fuck Chamberlain High School, bro. Suck my dick. But um, fuck Chamberlain, yeah. So I got the red card against them, bro. I mean, when I got in a fight with them, bro, at first I wasn't even trying to fight the kid because he actually um threw my player threw one of my um players to the ground. And I was like, yo, bro, like, what you doing? So, like, I kind of pushed him away. And then he kind of, like, I don't know what. I just went, it happened so fast that me and him just started going at it. And then um, all the other players started coming at me. And then they were, like, talking shit to me. And I was like, man, like, I whoop every single one of y'all's asses. And I stand by it, bro. I will. But, yes, um, sir. And then, um, what's it called? Some other kid from the bench, bro, I literally ran around to try to hit me from the back. And that's when the ref found him and, like, Took him off the field. Like it was, it was a pretty crazy game, bro. Like even the fans were pretty wild. I think the fans wanted to even get into it. It was, it was such an awful game, and the fields are horrible there. This is super bad. You said it was Chamberlain. Chamberlain, bro. Where is Chamberlain? Oh, it's like fucking. Chamberlain's in downtown Tampa. Fuck Florida. West Tampa, somewhere around there. West Tampa. It's like, it's like a. I might say bad area, but like, nah, it is kind of a bad area. I'm not gonna lie. The school is fucking. Looks horrible. The, the field's horrible. The stadium looks worn down. Uh, it was just. They were one of the first high schools in 1981. I know that's that's a fact because Keith Rado told me about that. They played. Plato was another one. 
Back in 1981, the best schools was Lato, Chamberlain, Robinson, and Plant. Plant, yeah. And now they're all like. And then a couple. And now they're. I mean, later. Robinson made it to the to the region finals. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. I was, I seen that shit. I was like, bro, how did they make it that far? Cause we beat them. And pretty funny how about that? That when we beat them, we're like, we don't even have all our players. Like, I'm out. Our secondary goalkeepers out. We actually got a goalkeeper that plays D1 baseball. That's committed to a D1 school. For, he's committed to Florida. Yeah. Uh, um, Alex, um, what's his last name? Alex Philpott. Shout out to Alex Philpott. He, um, we asked him, like, yo, bro, because he's a junior in our, at our school, and we're like, yo, bro, you want to be our goalkeeper? I mean, this guy's, like, what, 6'6", six, six? and he's like, he's like, yeah, fuck it. So he comes out and plays goalkeeper for us for the last three games before playoffs because that's when I come back. And motherfucker bought out, bro, especially against Robinson. I was really surprised, like, oh, shit. And that's when we beat Robinson. And funny fact was that, like, before the game, Robinson was like, oh, the Strawberry Crest is shit. Like, we're ass. But... At the same time, like, bro, like, we're such a young team. Like, we were such a young team and, like, upcoming from last year. Because last year, like, I wish I did Cinco High last year, bro. Like, I feel like uh, Strawberry Crest and Plant City High School last year were overall top two, one of the best high schools. And Bloomingdale. Us, Bloomingdale, and uh, Plant City were, like, very, very good last year. And it was such a good atmosphere because, uh, sadly, but we never got to verse Plant City last year. I don't know bro. why they weren't in our schedule. Like, Didn't they win states a, a couple years ago? Yeah, bro. they did, bro. That, Plant City won Chino states my senior year of high school. When Chino was there? When Chino, Joshua. Javier Garcia. Chino's oh. actually on our uh, Saturday Night League team. Really? Yeah. Where? In Plant City? Uh, we play in Plant, I, play, oh, yeah. I play in Plant City at 8 tonight to, uh, for our Saturday Night League team, and Chino's on our team. You but, still play both? No, I play left back over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I can play both. Yeah, Chino can hoop, bro. Bro, fucking Chino, bro. That man's freaking amazing. And uh, Peanut too. Peanuts. Peanut, yeah. Bro, he uh, fuck, bro. He's such he's such a good player, bro. Honestly, bro. Every time I see him play, I'm like, bro, how does he do it? But and then um, David Bueno. I don't know if y'all know David Bueno. He went to Strawberry Crest. I don't know if y'all know him, but that motherfucker is good too. He went um, he was a senior when they won states. So that happened. And um, speaking of, I know how y'all were like talking about how, fuck, what's his name again? The guy Keith. that went, Keith? The owner? The owner. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, Keith. Uh, how y'all talking about history, bro? It was like, one thing, like, when I came to Strawberry Crest, like, my main goal was like, bro, I want to win districts. I want to win something because um, we never won it. We never won anything. I mean, we've been to three finals and lost and PKs against Man City. So like, I'm like, bro, in my mind, I was like, bro, I want to win something, I want to win something, which sadly it didn't happen, but like, I wanted to make history at Shelby Crest. I'm like, bro, like, all we're known for is fucking cheerleading and like cheerleading has won eight states championships in a row, has won nationals like last year, which not gonna lie, cheerleading is actually a really fucking hard sport. After, I, I didn't think it was a sport, honestly. When I first seen it, I was like, man, cheerleading is not a fucking sport, that shit's whack. <laughs> and then uh, my homeboy did it and then I, was like, I, used to, I went to go watch him, like, damn, like, it is a fucking sport, but um, yeah, like my main goal was to win uh, districts because it kind of sucked because my sophomore year, the girls won it for the first time, and I was like, all right, bro, like, okay, next year's our turn, and then we fucking choked against Bloomingdale last year, and then the girls won districts again, so the, the girls, the girls team won districts two times in a row, and then in the back of my head, I'm like, bro, like, I gotta win in my senior year. Didn't happen, bro. It was just, it was just unlucky, I guess, against Wharton, which kind of sucked. I mean, props to them, bro, but they're such an amazing team, like, I mean, I'm su I'm surprised they didn't even make regionals. I mean, they went to the finals against um, who was the other team? I don't know, some some team that were I forgot the team's name. But they went to the finals and they didn't make they didn't make regionals, which I was pretty 
talked about. I guess because it's about state ranking or how, I don't know. Florida soccer is fucking weird. That's all I got to say. I don't like how they do it. Yeah, definitely with the rankings. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you make regions, I feel like you have to play a different. I feel like they should play different high schools from all around from different regions. But regions are the same as districts. Like, you're just playing teams from the city. Yeah. So, def- definitely, they need to change that. Because it's so, like, you think they shouldn't do that? No, I think they should play for. So, when regionals, I think every team should play like a state. Like, every high school is playing a different um, high school. Right. But regions, it's like you're still in. It's like a second district, but like just teams 30 minutes away, you know? Right. But Which I agree. I mean, I just don't like how it's all set up. I mean, especially. Okay, so how I was talking about my red card, um, I actually did not swing a punch on him. Like, the ref said I put a pun- swung a punch on him, I put him in a chokehold. I actually didn't do anything to him. I actually only had him by his shirt and, like, was, like, kind of holding him back. Because I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, if I throw any punches or do anything, I'm going to get a red card. Which the most I was expecting was a yellow card or a blue card. So when the ref gave me a red card, I was like, I'm like damn, like, I'm like, all right. I mean, I did guess. you have to pay a fine? Yeah, I had to pay $250, bro. Bro. Bro, my mom and dad, bro, are pissed, bro. Do they still make you wear mouth guards? Yes, bro. It's that's so, the, it's so dumb. That's so dumb. It's so dumb because in um, different counties, I know in some counties, they don't have to wear mouth guards. Oh, for real? Yeah. Did they make you wear mouth guards in Chicago? No, they didn't. Not for here. Do they make you wear mouth guards here for club? No. No. Just high school soccer? Just high school soccer. It's Hillsborough County, right? Yeah. They're so ratchet. Bro, we're just different. <laughs> bro, yeah, honestly, bro, like, here in Hillsborough, I mean, oh, fuck. Because I remember... Uh, the girls soccer team when they went to regionals they had to verse a team from like Orlando or something and they didn't have to wear mouth guards so the girls and the girls soccer team for us were like alright they're not wearing mouth guards we won't wear mouth guards so they didn't wear mouth guards which is kind of weird because I feel like it's only in Hillsborough County which teams wear mouth guards because I even talked to my friends that go to Mulberry they're like no we don't wear mouth guards some of them don't wear mouth guards I'm like well what the hell like that's kind of fucking weird you know what's funny it's, if it is just Hillsborough County and they're doing it because oh like we're like they won't use the word ratchet when like, it's kind of ghetto. Like, what if they like, like some violence erupts and like they start fighting? But like, like oh, they, it'll use it to like protect them. But you know, like if they start fighting, the first thing they're gonna do is take it off. Take off that mouth guard. I think. I mean, I don't know what's the reason behind it, but I think mouth guards. Maybe there was an accident where I was there was like a head collision yeah. and like their tongue got stuck behind the throat. Cause that's where, that's happened a lot of soccer games. Like, I've yeah. seen it live one time watching a game. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So, I guess I get, I understand the protection, but I ain't gonna lie. Like, there's so many times I didn't even wear my mouth guard. I'd be like, mm, have my, my It's such a burden to, up. like, trying to, like, talk to your teammates, and you're, like, over there sounding like a dumbass. Like, you, you can't even understand them. It sounds so moody. No, 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 no. You can't, like, you, that's, why, that's one reason why I hate wearing them as a goalkeeper, especially because when I'm talking to my, my, my players in front, I'm like, Bro, how the hell do I talk to them? Which I can take it off, but say if the team's on a breakaway, I have to have it on. Because if I don't, the rest going to be up to me like, oh, here's a yellow card. Like, oh, you're getting a warning. Like, like, man, like, how am I supposed to, like, instruct my players, like, on a breakaway? Like, yo, get this guy. Because they can't understand me, bro. Even if I yell, like, it's, it, just, it just makes no sense. And that's one reason why I'm kind of glad high school soccer, I don't have to play high school soccer anymore because I fucking hated wearing mouth guards. Ever since I joined... I was like, man, this is why, bro. Because I didn't think, we, I didn't know you had to wear mouth, mouth guards when I first joined. I thought I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then my coach was like, oh, here you go. I'm like, 
why am I getting this for? So our first game, our first, my first time I played high school soccer was against Bloomingdale, and I didn't bring my mouth guard. I, I'm like, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, he just probably just gave it to us just for like, if you want to wear it. Right. And I go in and um, I get ready. I'm warming up, and then he noticed that he goes, yo, where's your mouth guard? I'm like, oh, I didn't bring it. He looked at me like I'm a dumbass. He goes, why the fuck do you not have your mouth guard? I'm like, well, do we have to have it? He goes, yes. And I'm like, damn, like, I didn't know that. He goes, you can pretend you have it on. I'm like, how the fuck do I pretend I have a mouth guard on? So that the whole game, I didn't open up my mouth the whole time. I just, like, waved my hand or just went like this. Because my, my first time playing was my sophomore year, which I didn't play goalkeeper because we already had, we had um, my boy Nick, who was, a, who was a senior, my friend Daniel, who was a senior too, and then uh, some kid named Santi that was a, uh, that was a sophomore. So them three were goalkeepers. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, why try out for goalkeeper if I'm going to be, like, one of the backups over these two seniors? So I'm like, I'll just play field, which I didn't get that much playing time because, like, of course, the coach didn't really know me like that because it's my first year playing. Right. So which overall, I mean, it was still such a, good, such a good experience because I was like, okay, cool. But, yeah, that day uh, I would always remember because they was just, to me it was funny, but also, like, I, mean, I looked like a dumbass in front of my teammates. I was like, yo, like, why did you not bring your mouth card? And I was like, all right, bro. I remember when I moved here, they were, they were like in the middle of their season, and it, it was like uh, February. And at that point, the soccer season in Chicago had already ended, and like they gave me a mouth guard, and I was like, like dang, bro, you, like you really have to wear this. And like when you open them out of the box, like the ends are so sharp, they're just fucking digging into my gums, bro. It was, it was horrible. I, I hate. It. That's one thing I do not miss about high school soccer, at least here. Yeah. Just fucking damn mouth guards, bro. Well, well, my friend told me he's like, so you had to boil them. Yeah, what? I, my friend told me he goes cut the ends. So what I did was cut the ends, and so I made it. Uh, like, I just made it to a working cover, like my first like, my first couple teeths, so where I can be able to talk still, but you can still kind of understand me, but where it's still comfortable, where it's not all the way back in my fucking mouth. Right. Which I was like, okay, cool, but I just don't really see the point of them. Like, why, why have them? Wasn't there a rule where like you couldn't have clear ones or like different colored ones? Wasn't that a rule? No, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I remember. I, I wore clear ones. I wore a clear one. Really. I had a I had a blue one, a clear one, and a, and the regular black ones they gave us. So I mean, they have never told me anything. I mean, what you said about how hey, we wear the mouth guards in case we get in a fight. Well, to be honest, when I got in a little scuffle with Chamberlain, bro, the first thing I did was spit my mouth guard out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, why why am I gonna have that on? It just makes no sense. Man, we should have mouth guards here at Cinco. Yeah, we, we've been having more fights here than bro, the, the jungle. You, you, know, you know Nano, right? Yeah. He could have fucking used one. I forget who, who elbowed him in the face. Somebody, but he had to he had to get gum surgery. And, For real. And he had to replace his teeth and shit. Like, damn. That's why you haven't seen him out here. That's true. Yeah. All right, so I got, I got, I got, a, this is, I got this one question for y'all. So what was like the high school that had the most hype? But just let y'all down like out of nowhere. Like this season? Like this season. Oh, I don't know. That's a question for the man over here. Uh, for this season. I feel like a little bit booming though. Like a little yeah, bit booming. Yeah, no, yeah, down. definitely booming though. Because they have sure. a lot of a, a few ballers that come here at like Cinco or like at least regularly. Yeah, Geo Dennis and yeah. Santi, man. Like those yeah. kids. Uh, Geo Dennis was, in my opinion, the best player overall in the tournament. Not because he scored a lot of goals, but he knows the Cinco soccer style of play. So he moved the ball, transitioned it, passed it good to he was the main player. So 
for Bloomingdale not to make it that I think what they lost in they lost their first game of district, I think. They lost against Sumner. When I seen Sumner. that when I seen That's that I was like disappointing if you ask me. I said Sumner? Out of all teams like Sumner, but like and I guess they went to extra time with them or something like that. Oh and I was like I was really shocked about it. I was like, bro, like they're a good team. Which I'm not gonna okay, I'm gonna put this out there because I don't really care anymore. Which before we reversed uh Bloomingdale our second game, uh I would tell our team like, bro, like they have hype, but I'm not. We don't. We shouldn't be too worried about them. Like we can handle them. Like they're not. They're not that good. Like we're a good team. They're a good team. This should be a good game. But it's at halftime. It was one-one. So I was like, okay, all right, cool, cool. No, it was two-two. My bad. Yeah, it was two-two. I was like, all right. No, it was two-one. Yeah, it was two-one. We were down. And I was like, all right, like we still got this. Like we're we're we're, we're controlling the ball more than them. They're they're just playing breakaway. And when the second half came, I just I don't know what happened, bro. Just everyone just just gave up, I guess. And um, one thing uh, I don't know, y'all know Marcellus, right? Yeah. Marcellus, well, I was me and him were kind of like I'm actually going at it because it was kind of like mostly me because I was like there's so much hype around him. I was like, bro, like there's not the hype's not there, bro. Motherfucker scores a hat trick on me, bro. First time ever someone scored a hat trick on me. And overall, my whole soccer career, I was like, damn, this motherfucker. And the crazy thing is that me and him used to be teammates for Tampa Dynamo. So what was his name? Marcellus. Marcellus? Was he here? For the high school tournament? No, he, I, he hurt himself, I heard. Yeah, he's hurt. Oh, really? I, yeah. yeah, I think he's like ACL or some shit like that is hurt. Oof. So, he, um, I think, actually, because cause he got hurt a couple of games before District. So maybe they didn't have no one to score, you know? Marcellus was their top scorer, I think. Damn. Yeah, I think he was. So yeah, he scored a hat trick on me, which I was like, damn, like. So then he posted on Instagram, and I was like, I was like, you know what, bro? I like, I'll give credit when credit's due. I commented that, and from there, I'm like, I don't have like fucking beef with him or nothing. Like, he's cool. And then fucking fuck Santi, bro. Motherfucker scored a banger on me, bro. He's good, bro. bro I don't know where ball. Like, he had it from. Put it onto his left foot and just hits it. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, it's going wide. So I don't, I don't bother just diving. So I just look at it and I see it hit top bench. I'm like, man, there's no point in even diving anyways. Like I was not blocking that. So bro, Bloomingdale, to me, Bloomingdale had a lot of potential, but yeah, I, I, I can agree with y'all with that, how that was probably one of the biggest left down. Were there more, Gio and Santi are both, what, sophomores or juniors? Uh, They're sophomores. No, Gio's a junior, Santi's a sophomore. So they got time. Yeah, no, got I, more I thought Gio was a sophomore. I could be wrong, but I remember Gio, when he played, for, he used to go to Brandon High School. And when he was in Brandon, he was a freshman and he was a starter. Like, he he was a baller also for that school too, I remember. Uh, um, I felt bad for them, bro. First game against Brandon, we beat them 10-0. Bro, Brandon just fell off. 10-0, Brandon, I thought, I thought Brandon the cutoff was 8-0. Well, the thing is that it's at, at, after first half. And we we ten owed them first half, bro. Brandon just oh, fell off, bro. Yeah. Brandon, um, Brandon after twenty twenty, fell I, off, bro. Just fell off. I felt bad for my. Uh, I have a I have a homeboy there named Julian, um, bro. Like good, bro, and that happened there. Ten zero in the first half. Yeah. So you can score twenty on them in the first half, and they won't call it until first half is over. Wow. Which I found super crazy, cause I was thinking like, oh, it's 0 I'm like, oh, the game's over. Then I was like, oh, I can't end the game until half. I was like, fuck it, man, let's score two more, I guess. So we scored ten more, and we kind of disrespected the sale them because after the game, there's like they had like the Brandon High School sign, and we just like stood in front of it and we just put like ten fingers up. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh man, that's that's some cinco high that's shit. That's some cinco high shit right there. So the first half ends 10-1, That's game. That's game. Ten two, game. 
ten three is a different story because you gotta go to second half. You have to go to second half because you're not you're technically not eight up. So as soon as it gets eleven three, that's when they call. That's it? when they call it. Ouch. It has to be an eight, an eight difference. So like say yeah, so if it's ten ten three. They're like, okay, we can't call it yet because you have to score one more goal. And then once we score one more goal, then you can call it. Which, they had, uh, fuck, bro, I don't know what happened. Like, like you said, bro, like, they were such a good team because before we versed them, bro, us, like, us as Strawberry Crest, last year we're like, damn, like, this is going to be a hard game. In our heads, we're like, this is going to be a hard game. So because we knew uh, Brandon High School was amazing in the past four years, three years. So like, this is going to be a, such a difficult game. And then we went 10 0. We just looked at each other, we're like, dude, like, what happened? Are, are we good or are, we, are they just, are they just suck? But last year we were actually really good, bro. I wish, like I said, I wish y'all did the Chingahai because we mercyed wrote about, I think, five teams last year. And I mean, we were such a good, such a good team, bro. So much potential. And, and it just, I feel like when we first, what, what hurt us the most, bro, is that when we went to Western Conference, we had five players get out because of COVID. So then we versed um, Steinbrenner, our first playoff game, and we got destroyed 4-1. Because, I mean, we have five players out due to COVID, or starters, by the way. So we're like, damn, all right. And then we versed Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale gets all their starters back. They have their whole team. Us, we get three players out because of COVID. So we're like, fuck, all right, we can still do this. We can pull this off. Nah, we lost 2-0. They scored, they scored yeah. both goals in the second half, which kind of sucks. It's like, damn, bro, like... If we had all repaired, I feel like we could have gone all the way. But I just, last year just sucked. And then overall, I mean, we had about, oh, fuck, nine seniors leave, or eight seniors leave that were starters. So, like, this season was a rebuild, like, overall. And I was like, Dang. fuck, bro. So it's just like, it sucked, like, hella. It's a crazy how every high school goes through that process, like, throughout the years, you know? Like, just thinking about like 1981, Lato was a pretty good school, and um, now I mean I don't think I, I don't think they had a good season. But it's just it's a process. Every high school goes after three or four years, just rebuild, keep rebuilding, keep rebuilding. It's not like not like Jesuit when they've been good forever, because. Well, last year, remember when uh, Anthony was there? Yeah. They had a pretty good team, but they were they were they underwhelmed too because they, they, they should have gone farther than yeah. they did. Late to senior year last year, they had hype that they didn't fulfill. I mean, what happened at uh, Tampa Catholic? So I know Tampa Catholic won the states last seniors. year. Seniors. This is all the seniors left. Yeah. That at team. least they're yeah yeah they're seniors. They yeah. all went to college and just doing their own thing now. But yeah, yeah. yeah that's when Marcelo, Estine, Aiden, all of them were seniors and all of them played here. Aiden Sean. Work, Aiden Sean. You're right, Sean. Aiden works here now. And then SG comes out then and there, and then Marcelo just living that UT life. So uh, Jesuits in the state state finals or state semifinals? So today, Jesuit, Mitchell, River Ridge, Plant, and Tampa Prep, they're in the state semifinals for their regions. Oh, shit. So well, are, are, are Jesuit and Tampa Prep in the same? Uh, no, right? Not no. every... So, regarding Prep is in 3A, I think Jesuits in 5A. I don't know what, what regions they are, but the thing is, like, so they're all represented against their region or whatever. So, like, because they're representing Tampa for their region, like, not every team can be in the same region after region norms, if that makes sense. So, right. Nah, bro, I see Tampa Prep um, always posting after their games, bro. Dude, it fucking looks awesome, bro. Their atmosphere. 
Bro, facts. Bro, I forgot that um, Drew Heilman plays here. Facts, yeah. And his dad plays here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's real? Yeah. That's cool, bro. Santi Castaneda, his big brother, Jerison, plays here, too. And then Ash Jones, oh, he just plays here. <laughs> I had a friend that went to, uh, I had two friends that went to Jesuit. It was, uh, did they go to Jesuit? I think they did. Yeah, I think it was them. Um, Bo Copen and uh, Sky Copen. I don't know if y'all know them, but those, those are some ballers, bro. I mean, Do those names ring a bell to you? Speaking of Jesuit, um, the DJ that was here for, for Cinco High Tournament, he was a, he's a junior there. And, oh, uh, he, he came bro? out. Yeah, yeah, Diego. He came out. Yeah, DJ. Diego, shout out to him. He was uh, he did an amazing job. He definitely connected better with with the with the, the high schoolers for sure. It was a lit environment. And you're definitely gonna see him come out a couple more times throughout the year for sure. So, um, do you have any more? Do you have any more plans for any uh, high school tournaments for boys or girls or co-op or something like that? So, what? actually, yeah, next month, Wednesday, March 16th, we're in the looks to have a co-ed high school tournament and a 1v1 tournament the same day. 1v1 tournament? Yes, sir, 1v1. Oh, shit. 1v1 because on the day of the high school tournament on February 13th, when it was like intermission, we were done with group stage, getting lunch. We made them in a circle, put them in a circle, and <laughs> let's just say they just brought the hype and Tatum Moore actually was the, the first one to step up, mm -hmm. uh, the sophomore girl from Western Chapel. Yeah. And she was like, who wants to verse me? So, oh, step up like the the movie? Oh, wait, what did you say? Like step up in the circle. Oh, shit, bro. Like, <laughs> step up the movie? Like, that's pretty dope. All right. My bad. No, nah, you're good. But I mean, what she, what she did was pretty cool because like they were in a circle. They were just chilling. They were just at first juggling, I think. Yeah, first they were just like, she just started juggling. And then I went in there and like, okay, so this is what we're doing. We're trying to show off our best skills. And I did a little skill. I went back out to see all that. I was trying to like, yo, guys, like someone get in there, man. And then she was just like, yo, someone come take the ball off me. And then they started playing fun. And then um, this kid from Newsome came in and just started wrecking everybody. Until Gio came in and like, no one could make anybody, so. But yeah, that, 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 turned, that turned out pretty cool, like the way they did that. Just circled up and started. Oh, bro, speak about Newsome. I remember Newsome used to be nasty, bro. Did they? They were, bro. Newsome, yeah, for sure. Newsome was nasty. Newsome, I thought Newsome had a good team this season. They were actually, they were just not informed. Like, some some games they play good, some games they yeah. play bad. I mean, a high school that's, like, really surprised me, bro, was, um, I mean, our rivals, uh, I mean, for us, it's, um, the plant, like the Plant City area. I mean, Plant City is, bro, like, huge on soccer. I mean, that's right. a whole bunch of Hispanics. Um, I mean, the white people, the black African-Americans, like, all of us. It's just, it's just a culture there that it's such a, it's a, it's a good community. And it's um, it's us, Strawberry Crest. Strawberry Crest basically is, is a new school. I mean, we've been only open for about, what, 10 years? And um, then there's Durant and then Plant City High School. But the school that surprised me was Durant High School. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know they were good until... I mean, they started popping up. I mean, they did beat Bloomingdale, I think, right? Yeah, they beat Bloomingdale. And shout out to Durant, because Bloomingdale, when they came a second time, they called Durant out. And they called out this player, Mark Jourdain. I don't know what happened throughout the game. I didn't get a chance to go, but I heard Durant balled out against Bloomingdale. Yeah. 
And yeah, Durant is in the Plant City area. Yeah, yeah. Durant's in Dover. I did not know. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. It's like it's such like when Blooming when Durant. It, it, if it's either Durant versus Plant City or Plant City versus Charlotte, whatever, you know what I mean? The attendance, bro, is is always worth, bro. It's, it's, it's worth it. I mean, I wish I wish y'all came to the Plant City versus Charlotte Crest opener game this year. I mean, I mean, yeah, we lost, bro, but the atmosphere there, I mean, it was it was amazing. I mean, yes, sir. it was just back and forth. I mean, we scored first, then they scored, and then we scored again, they scored, and then they scored in the second half, and then... Uh, throughout the whole game, it's just back and forth, back and forth. I mean, I mean, the game was amazing. I mean, then the girls dominated the Plant City girls, which I felt bad. I was like, damn. How many people do you think were there at that game? Like, take a guess. I want to say about like at least somewhere around a hundred. I mean, damn. yeah. I mean, but Plant City side was kind of packed. The Charlotte Crest side was pretty packed. People were standing up watching it. I mean. Everybody and their mamas be there, bro. I mean, because it's strawberry. It's a rival. Yeah, it's strawberry. Bro, and speaking about that, bro, the best, the best time that um, Plant City and Strawberry Crest went against each other was um, so Strawberry Crest fields were kind of bad at the time, and then uh, this was my sophomore year, and uh, Plant City fields were horrible at the time. So Plant City High School had to play at the Plant City Park. So when it was Plant City versus Strawberry Crest, it was like mid-season. We went, we first Plant City at the Strawberry Park. Bro, there had to be about over 300 people there at that at that at that park Holy watching shit. this play. And bro, we should try to move those games next season. Yeah. Like, yo, one game, let's take it to the Plant City Field. One game, let's take it to Ed Radis and yeah. TBU Field. One yeah. game, let's take it to Florida Premier. Cause I mean, yeah, the high the high school does bring hype because like you're there's like bleachers and all that. But like, I mean, kids, the high school players are mostly practicing and playing at like yeah. Ed Radis, Plant City Park. So. It'll be pretty cool. Good idea to bring it to the high schools next season. I mean, bro, like back to the game, bro. It's just like that game was one of the best. That that game is gonna go down in history because it was not. It was such a good game, bro, and it was just such a back and forth. Halftime was zero zero, and uh, shout out to uh, you interviewed him. Uh, shout out to my boy Moes Moes Benucci. He scored the last minute goal for us to win, and. Bro, like everyone there was cheering for Plant City because I mean, we had a good team, but Plant City, bro, I mean, their team that year because the previous or two years ago they won states and so that year they were like they were still stacked, and we scored the last minute goal and literally, bro, everyone like the everyone just went silent, like the fans went silent, bro, because everyone's cheering for Plant City, and there's like a couple people, like cheering for us. And we just did a dog pile, like we just all like not excited, bro. It was like last minute, and then when we yeah. won, bro, like when the final boost of blue, like no one like everyone was like, damn, like Strawberry Crest actually beat Plant City, like that's pretty fucking crazy. That was this season. Uh, no, that was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, that was two What's years up? ago. And, like no one like, cause usually everyone's like Plant City's. I mean, of course, Plant City has a reputation for winning districts. I mean, they won state, so like their their standards are high when they verse us and Durant, cause. Everyone, I mean, everyone goes to Plant City for soccer. Durant, yeah. Durant and Strawberry Crest have such a, we don't have that good of a soccer program, but I mean, this year, Plant City went one, like fucking five and 12. I mean, they did horrible. So like, it's just, to me, it's just crazy how like, I mean, which would be dope, bro. I mean, I feel like that would be pretty cool. Like how, Cinco, I feel like Cinco High could do that. Like, yo, I'll just put out something like, let's plan to go to Star- the Strawberry Fields and just play. Of course. Yeah, or y'all should make a fucking single high team, and y'all y'all can enter an adult league. 
I mean, if you think about that, would be pretty dope. Right? You know, yeah, that's, that's actually an idea coming um, coming forth. Um, Super Salo, one of our league zeros on Saturdays, and starting the summer, we're definitely going to put, like, Cinco High first game because sometimes they need extra team to play at Team Bales. So, mm-hmm. if anything, I'm just going to put Cinco High team and kids that are here from the pickup from before, feel free to try to see you can ball out in this league. Yeah. Hey, but I'm going to put this out here right now. If any high schoolers, bro, are willing to join a Saturday night league team and Plant City, bro, I mean, the atmosphere there is, is good, bro. I mean, we eat tacos there. Facts. I mean, no, bro, Plant City, it's, it's competitive, Plant City league, bro. It, no, for sure. It's I, competitive. I played Plant City League when I was 14, and my dad was a keeper for the team. We played on the same team, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I had so much fun. I, I had a girlfriend out there for like a month or two. <laughs> no, but that's where you used to take dates, bro. Yeah, back, back, in my, back when I was in middle school, bro, like, you take, like, yo, you want to go on a date? Yeah, all right, let's go to Plant City Fields. All right, boom. You go there, you watch soccer, you eat tacos. I mean, what can, what more can you ask Yeah, for, no, bro? the atmosphere over there was, bro, there's people out there selling jerseys. Like, yeah, they still like, do that to this day. Like, like I said, like, I mean, of course, I played tonight. I mean, I would say y'all should slide, but, I mean, y'all going to do the, y'all got a high school game to go to, which I respect. I mean, I'd rather go to there, too, to be honest with you, but. It's a state semifinal. Yeah, and so a state it's semifinal, gonna so it's sure. going to be big. You got to catch the owner of Cinco there. Obviously, that's his school. He's always I find that cool as fuck that he still supports the school to this day. And then after the game, we got uh, finals here for Super Salvador at Cinco. I'm, my team is in it for the semifinals. I've, I've always wanted to go to Plant City to play. Like, obviously, I've been there. I've worked around that area. But I haven't been to their fields. But I, I've been invited to go. But once I see, like, how long it takes to get there, I just say, no, nah, I'm straight. And, um, like, I just started playing Sundays at Zephyr Hills. And, like, if it's anywhere near, like, as, like, cool as it, as it is out there, like, the vibe out there, like, it's just cool as fuck out there. But if it's anywhere near as good as that, like, I'd definitely put it out there. Like, how, how, how I'm hyping it up, bro, I mean, like I said, like, uh, I hope a whole bunch of Cinco, uh, Cinco kids here listen to this podcast, bro. Like, it's, it's honestly worth it. I mean, it's competitive. It's, the atmosphere is great. I mean, the people there are great. Like, like it's, just, it's just awesome, bro. And um, I, I honestly, I'll hype it as much as I can. I mean, I love it. I love being there, bro. I mean, just playing there. I mean, yeah, some of the people are there are dirty as fuck. I mean, I have a fucking big ass scar right near my ass, bro, because someone cleaded me right there. So, Facts. but that, mean, that's what brings the hype. That's yeah. what brings the competitiveness. I mean, like here at Cinco, bro, we got there. we got dirty people here at Cinco, bro, that just wanna fight at least yeah. once a week. So, but that's what brings the, competi- the competition, the enjoyment of. That's what brings the culture of soccer. All right, man. So before we end this podcast, it's almost been an hour. So do y'all want, do y'all want to say anything, anything more? Uh, Alex, I appreciate you coming out here. Um, demo tapes. And, um, ooh, our, our boy from Tampa Catholic, Casper, just walked in the building. Uh, he's in high school right now. So, nah, I appreciate you coming out. And uh, hopefully we can do more podcasts like this. Yeah, run down, man. Right just now, let me know. Of course, bro, because like, right now, Cinco High, man. This is just the beginning. What we got coming this next couple of months and this next year, bruh, just wait. You want to say anything in the podcast? Oh, I can't think of anything, man. But yeah, you on, know, high school, man. High school, it's always uh, it's always competitive and stuff, man. Just you know, all I gotta say is to enjoy it. You know, enjoy it while it lasts. Cause you now I'm done. I'm done. You know, now. But you know, it was always. The he, most... he won stage with Tampa Cat last year. Yeah. I mean, that's a flex, bro. I mean, I never once said, I mean, especially for my last season, bro, it hits, bro. I mean, big, like, when, I, when we lost, bro, against um, fucking Wharton, 
me, I when I walked to the bench, bro, I just sat there and I was like, I didn't feel like crying or nothing, bro. Like I didn't feel sad. You just feel that emptiness. Yeah. And then I, when I looked at the scoreboard again and I looked at the field, bro, I just broke down. I just hit. Anything else, bro? Yeah, you know, uh, just one thing for Cinco. So, you know, it's a great place to uh, continue playing with people, competitive. Maybe if it's not big field, you know, it's still the, the same, almost the same kind of emotions, especially when you're playing like King of the Concha or just pick up, you know, it's always, it's always really good stuff here. Casper Two Wavy, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Casper Two Wavy. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in for the demo talks. I hope to see y'all soon. Uh, like I said, bro, I hope to do more podcasts with Cinco High or Cinco in general, brand. Hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Thank you so much.